BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Yoli Childs drives and dunks. Nasty. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. Long three, Haas. Yes! <laughs> TJ Haas! This is Cougar Pregame Live. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our live coverage of BYU basketball begins with Cougar Pregame Live. To lead things off, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live tonight. Your BYU Cougars face the Gonzaga Bulldogs in the title game of the West Coast Conference Tournament. The winner of tonight's game gets an automatic berth into the NCAA Tournament. Now, BYU played arguably its best game of the season last night, beating the favored St. Mary's Gales 85-72. It was an impressive performance from the get-go as the Cougars took care of business on the defensive end first and foremost and then offensively spent the entire night making shots just about every time down the floor. BYU shot 60.7% from the field last night and 57% from beyond the arc. At no point did the Cougar offense go into a slump. It was impressive to watch last night. And speaking of impressive, how about Yoli Childs? He recorded a career-high 33 points and added six Six rebounds, two steals, two blocks, and an assist. Elijah Bryant finished with 25 points, five rebounds, one assist, and one steal. T.J. Hawes added 11 points and led the team with seven assists. Dalton Nixon, who was such a strong contributor off the bench, scored 10 points and grabbed six rebounds and dished out four assists. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you is they got contributions from everywhere. And as we've talked about all year long, when that happens, BYU is a difficult team to beat. And as I mentioned moments ago, the Cougars played their best game of the season last night, and they're going to need to do it again as they face the Gonzaga Bulldogs, the number six team in the country and the number one seed here in the WCC tournament. Now, the Zags took both regular season games against BYU, eking out a close one in Spokane, 68-60 back on February 3rd, and then cruising to a 79-65 victory in Provo just a week and a half ago. In discussing tonight's matchup against the Zags, Coach Rose said last night in the on the postgame show that the difference in facing St. Mary's versus Gonzaga is that with the Gales, you're trying to beat a system, one that their, their players know and execute very well. Playing the Bulldogs is different because you're trying to beat athletic players from top to bottom instead. I, I thought that was an interesting look at how BYU approaches these two teams at the top of the conference. And Dave is right. Gonzaga is absolutely loaded with talent. They have guys at just about every position who can beat you, whether it's Tilly, Huchimura, guys like that. They are all a handful. But as we've talked about in the past, BYU matches up well with Gonzaga. So tonight is definitely going to be fun. And look, this time of year is all about getting hot and gaining confidence. The Cougars' confidence level is at an all-time high, and it should be after their performance last night. Speaking of last night, our pregame interview was with assistant coach Quincy Lewis. Well, tonight, Greg Rubel caught up with assistant head coach Tim Lacombe, and Greg asked Coach Lacombe to describe what he was feeling as last Last night's game unfolded. Probably more than anything, and it's something we talked about <clears throat> in preparation and then during the game, was that um, regardless of the flow of the game, the most important part of this thing is how we finish. Um, we just watched St. Mary's the night before with Pepperdine. Um, they, uh, you know, Pepperdine led the entire game, much like our game in the Marriott Center. Um, and for about three minutes, 
St. Mary's uh, just kind of did what they do and um, really Pepperdine kind of lost them at the three-point line, and that was a huge emphasis. We felt like if we keep them to eight or less three-pointers on the night and then kind of mix up coverage on Landale, that we'd have a real good chance of winning the game. And so really I think staff-wise, team-wise, that was something we talked about in every timeout. I think everybody was locked in, uh, composed. You know, there was no high or low. It was just kind of business as usual. And um, we're really proud of the way the guys took the game plan on a pretty short preparation with no Sunday um, and basically had an hour on Monday to get everything kind of put together. But it was, it was really great to be a part of, and it was so fun to see the guys have success. Especially at this time of year, coaches want to see their best players play their best together at the same time. That's been happening. Yeah, and, and I think that um, all the things that we've done over the, you know, from the spring to the summer to the season uh, and the things that we've talked about and preached, being team, uh, being tough, being together, being disciplined, um, sharing the ball, making the right play. I think you kind of encapsulated all that last night. I thought our toughness was second to none. I mean, uh, it was a very physical game, and there were a lot of times where we go to the rim and there was contact, but we just had to finish the play. At St. Mary's, we missed nine layups, and um, we talked about that specifically and showed them all in preparation. So um, just uh, really, really proud of the way that the guys came together um, and kind of stayed the course. You know, the season's been a, a, a great season, but a tough season at times and rocky. And, you know, um, the guys stayed the course, and that's what we've preached to them all the way along. The marquee numbers are out there from some of the big uh, players on the on the team in the first couple of days, but so many little plays, especially bench guys coming in, that make winning plays for your team in the last couple of days. It has to be really gratifying to see how that all comes together. For sure. Um, there's been a lot of guys who their time's been up and down, um, but they've stayed prepared. You know, two guys in particular that I think have had a huge impact down here in Vegas, uh, McKay Cannon and Dalton Nixon. I think they, they've made, like you said, winning plays, and that's something that we've, we've got to continue to have. Um, we've got to have a lot of those tonight. We've got to have guys step in and be willing to do the little extra stuff and you know, make this game mean more to us than it does to them. Gonzaga is a team that uh, comes in with a well-earned reputation, but uh, nothing you haven't seen before. You've you, you've faced this team at its best in the past. Sure, and, and I think the thing that obviously we have a, a great relationship with them, their staff, a ton of respect. But I think there's a big difference between respect, respect and fear. Um, we certainly don't fear them. Um, we've gone toe to toe with them. Really, this year, if you go back and watch the game at their place. Um, Norvell made a big time shot down the stretch, I mean, yeah. and, and it was you know if, if you would have taken us that to that point in that game and said he's going to take this shot, and if he misses it, you get the rebound. You probably got a real good chance of winning it. You probably take it. Um, he made a big shot, uh, but this is a team that obviously a ton of respect, and like you said, what their their record their um, their dominance really in this league stands for itself. Uh, but we have played them well, um, not only historically, but we've played them well this year. And uh, we're just we're thrilled that we have a crack at 40 minutes to get to the NCAA tournament. Which is what makes college basketball great. For sure. Yeah. And, um, and it's, it's, it's just been so fun to be down here and see all of the, these guys enjoy the experience. There's nothing like a tournament enjoy being around each other this team loves each other man and this staff and this this team is as close as anyone i've ever been a part of 
So, uh, you know, we, we are really looking forward to, to getting out there tonight and hopefully making something special happen. Tim, thanks for the preview. Best of luck in this one, and we'll talk to you again. Thanks, Greg. Great stuff from Coach Lacombe. Thanks to Tim, and as always, Greg Rubel for grabbing that interview prior to tonight's game. Coming up next, we're going to head to the venue where BYU will take on Gonzaga tonight for the WCC Championship and the auto berth into the NCAA Tournament. The Orleans Arena is our next stop. It's our courtside conversation with Mark Durant coming up. Cougar pregame Live continues in just a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Counting you down to tip-off with Cougar Pregame Live. 75-66, a Zuck attack in Provo. Now, let's rejoin your host, Jason Shepard. Just about 50 or so minutes away from tip-off at the Orleans Arena, BYU and Gonzaga. That's where we will head now. In Las Vegas, that is our courtside conversation. Once again, we are joined by my good friend, Mark Durant. Hello, Mark. How are you tonight? I am fantastic, and like I knew, I told you we'd be speaking Mm -hmm. today, and here we are, Jason, in the Mm -hmm. championship game against number six Gonzaga uh, in Vegas. I played golf today. Uh, I'm here with Russ. Of course, Russ is the greatest guy you'd ever want to hang out with. I'm here with my wife. She's okay. And uh, so I'm living the life. This is how life's supposed to be, and I'm Dreading it all coming to an end. I'm kind of getting sad thinking about it. Well, hey, BYU was living the life last night. And honestly, I could ask you this one question, and then we could spend the entire interview just talking about this one thing. What impressed you most about last night's win over St. Mary's? And it was just, uh, I was just happy for them. I was so fun. And they, you know, they made the plays and made the shots and played with confidence. And uh, very aggressive and kind of just felt like, hey, this is our game, St. Mary's. We're, we're, this is not, not going to happen like it has been happening. This is, tonight's going to be a different story. And I, you kind of were just on the edge of your seat waiting for it to fall apart at some point. It just kept making the plays. Different guys. Of course, Yoli was amazing. And Elijah played great. But just uh, other guys, McKay and Dalton and Luke and, Jashir, I mean, everybody contributed. So those are the fun ones when you just feel like as a team you came together and in a big-time situation you performed at the highest level. I mean, what more can you want as an athlete than to, to get to that situation and, and then really perform? I mean, that's that's incredibly gratifying. It's fun to watch and it's fun to be here. Now, of course, the, uh, the work's not done, but that was a great win. And you just need to appreciate that on its own for what it was. And and that's one I'm going to remember for a long time, Jason. You mentioned the confidence. And you could see BYU's confidence growing during that game last night. It kept getting stronger and stronger. And even after the game, just seeing some of the players' social media posts, you could tell they absolutely believe they are going to win tonight. How much can just having that belief, regardless of how talented they are, but just the belief that they believe they're going to win this game tonight, how much can that play into a matchup like this? Jason, that really is a a part of the biggest battle you have in any situation. Uh, And part of the reason Gonzaga is so good and so dominant is because teams going into the game think, we are not going to beat Gonzaga. 
And uh, whether it's the teams like Duke or North Carolina, there's a mental hurdle you need to get over when you play those teams. And uh, by the time you're kind of figure out that you can play with them, you're down 20 and, and then you can't play with them. Uh, I've been there and I've been on teams that other teams I knew, I knew they knew they weren't going to beat us. And so that's a big part of it. And BYU is one of the unique teams, given what they've done against Gonzaga recently. Now, it's not like BYU's dominating Gonzaga, but they did win three in a row on their home floor last year, ruined their perfect season on senior night. Uh, almost got them this year, almost is, you know, for what that's worth, but you're in the game late, so you know you can play with them. And even in the first half, you're basically tied at half at the Merit Center, and then it got away from you, and that'll happen. I don't think uh, BYU is a team that has to be convinced that they can beat Gonzaga. But with that said, Gonzaga's playing really, really good. And uh, they're play they've gotten better this year. As the year goes on, they've gotten better. And they've got so much depth and so much athleticism that it just wears you down. One of my questions is, can BYU, after all that energy expended last night, and, and Yoli and, and, and Elijah playing so many minutes, We've seen it before in the conference tournament where BYU's done really well, get to the finals, and then just kind of run out of gas because they don't have the 10 deep that Gonzaga does. And so I worry about that. But as far as mentally thinking, uh, can, can we compete with these guys? Absolutely. I think this team believes, and that belief's been reinforced, uh, especially yesterday against St. Mary's. They, BYU's a very confident, good basketball team right now, and they'll need to be. Coach Rose said something last night at the podium after the victory, and he he'd mentioned how he feels BYU is built to win this tournament. And then I heard Elijah say the same thing to you and Greg when he was on the postgame with you guys. What did you make of those comments, and, and why do you feel BYU is built to win this tourney? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, I look at the Gonzaga. They're built to win the tournament, and uh, – They've got so many weapons, and they just—they—they got so—they're so deep they can just overpower you, it seems. Because when you're playing, obviously playing a tournament, it's multiple games, one after the other. BYU played what I don't know, 14 hours. I don't know. I'm not. Wasn't great at math, but less than a day ago, they're playing a, a big-time game, and they've got to play Gonzaga now. And I remember going—I uh, was harking back to the old days when I actually could play. But uh, we went to Maui and. You know, we beat uh, Memphis and Oklahoma, and then we had Duke the next day, and it was less than a day, and ideally you'd like to have some time to prepare to play a team like that, but you just kind of you have to go. Now, maybe what they mean is the fact that you're getting good, consistent performances out of guys like Elijah and Yoli, and uh, now you've got guys that are contributing coming off the bench like Dalton and McKay, and, and everybody's kind of clicking at the right time. And uh, that's the biggest part of winning a tournament is catching uh, that fire just the right time. And I think BYU's doing that. But uh, as as much as BYU might be built for the tournament, Gonzaga is is really. And so it's really going to just come down to one game, given everything you have, and uh, and hopefully you make a couple more shots than the other team. That's about what it boils down to at this point. Talking with Mark Durand. He's joining us from Vegas, from the Orleans Arena. We are so in sync. We went to the exact same restaurant chain in different states. Me in Utah, him in Nevada. That's how in sync we are. We talked about how <laughs> impressive Gonzaga is. And they are impressive. They're the number six team in the country. 
For BYU, from the Cougar perspective, what is the biggest challenge that faces them tonight? You mean to tell me there's Cafe Rios in Utah? All this time there I didn't know ca- that? There is Cafe Rios. You I, can I, go I there. thought I'd come to Vegas, come to some Vegas restaurant. Um, <laughs> listen, uh, Gonzaga is just uh, so impressive because they got you know five or six guys that basically average double figures. And like with, with St. Mary's, you can develop a strategy. Well, let's try and take Landale out of it and double team him and uh, kind of pick our poison with the three-point shooting, try and get out and contest three-point shooters. But you can kind of take away a, a team's strengths most of the time. Gonzaga's a team, there's just no picking. All you can do is kind of play everyone straight up and, and hope it works out for you because they have so many guys. I mean, Hachimura is an NBA guy. He's a sixth man. There's very few teams. Russ and I were talking about this on the golf course. you got Kentucky maybe and Duke and that can actually say our sixth man is likely gonna, could be drafted and go in the NBA. This is rare. Uh, they've got good inside, good outside. Tilly's been on fire. Uh, Perkins killed BYU at the merits. I mean, somebody is likely out of all those guys is likely to be hot. And so it just makes it such a challenge that all you can do, like I said, is just go straight up. We're going to try our best to stop you and hope that uh, somebody doesn't have kind of a big night and that in order to win a game, like in order to win a game like St. Mary's you have to have a special special performance. Yoli was that guy. From from here to eternity I'm going to think back of that St. Mary's win in the conference tournament and Yoli Childs. And uh, it's going to have to be another one of those performances whether it's TJ, Elijah, Yoli, whoever. You need one of the great all-time performances to win this game. So BYU's got to kind of keep everyone tamped down on Gonzaga's side, and then someone on BYU's side is going to have to come out and have a game of a lifetime. Of all the things that BYU did well last night, whether it was shooting overall, their, their perimeter shooting, defensively I thought they were great. Defensive switching I thought was some of the best we had seen all year long. Of, of, of all the things BYU did well last night, what aspect is most likely to translate over from last night's game to tonight's game? Well, I, I, first of all, it's the, the attitude. And BYU came out. BYU this year has been susceptible to being pushed around and bullied. And, and BYU was the bully yesterday. They, were, they came out and attacked St. Mary's, got them on their heels, went right at them, forced them to foul, got guys in foul trouble. That's the kind of attitude you have to have. You're kind of ticked off. We're going to take it right at you guys. So that's kind of the first step. But then that's not enough. Obviously, you have to have correct principles. And what I really liked about BYU yesterday was how they talked on defense. Because if you're going to double Landell and he kicks it out, I mean, that's St. Mary's bread and butter. It's bam, bam, bam. Reverse it. You got an open shooter. That's how they get you on uh, behind on defense. And then they take advantage of it. BYU talked so well, got their rotation so good, that even when Landau kicked it out of the double and reversed it, they, BYU was on them and made it very difficult for them to have clean looks. So I, I want to see that attitude and the communication and, and just be talking and understanding uh, you know, what the other guys are doing out on the floor and helping each other but not helping too much. I mean, it was a really as, as good as the offense was yesterday. BYU's defense was just fantastic. All right, Mark, a trip to the NCAA tournament is one win away. For BYU to realize that goal, it's the last thing I have for you. They have to do what tonight? (laughs) 
I, I think they're going to have to, well, I can't just give you one. They're going to have to be around the same rebounds as Gonzaga, and then they're going to have to shoot better from the three than Gonzaga. And that, that's a tall order because BYU has not been good. Even yesterday when Yoli hit three for three, otherwise it wasn't great. TJ and Elijah and whoever shoots threes have got to make threes. You've got, you can't trade twos with Gonzaga. You're going to have to shoot some threes to, to have a chance tonight. Mark, great stuff as always. Always look forward to the conversation. We'll hear you with Greg coming up in just a few minutes. And, uh, and Mark, how about this? How about we do this next week in the NCAA tournament? All right, I'll talk to you then. Sounds good. Thanks, Mark. It's right, Mark Durant. It's our courtside conversation from the Orleans Arena. After a quick timeout, we'll check out some other scores in college basketball. Other tournaments underway. We'll go over those scores coming up. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive pregame coverage of BYU basketball continues. As we rejoin the host of Cougar Pregame Live, Jason Shepard. Getting you ready for BYU and Gonzaga. It's the championship game in the West Coast Conference Tournament in Las Vegas. We'll get you down to the Orleans Arena coming up in just a few minutes. Let's update you on some other action going on in conference tournaments. Some conferences a little more well-known than the others. Uh, In the MEAC, first round, it is in the second half, four minutes to go. North Carolina Central leading Coppin State, 48 to 37. ACC first round matchup between Syracuse and Wake Forest. It is uh, the Orange, 48-37 over the Demon Deacons with just under 12 minutes to go in that one. In the Horizon League, it is Wright State with a 59-44 lead over Cleveland State. Also, uh, from the ACC, first-round matchup between Boston College and Georgia Tech. BC gets the win by 10. They win 87-77. to In that victory, former Cougar Jordan Chapman with 13 points. Also, in the ACC first round, Notre Dame defeated Pitt 67-64. That is going to do it for Cougar Pregame Live. Coming up next, we're going to get you down to the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. With Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. We've got a lot of individual guys who have actually found themselves and are really contributing to our team. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, presented by Science Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Courtside Seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome back courtside inside the Orleans Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada, as tonight the BYU Cougars play for the West Coast Conference Tournament Championship and the league's automatic berth in the NCAA Tournament as they battle the Bulldogs of Gonzaga. Last year's National Championship Game participants playing in the WCC Tourney title game for a 21st straight season. They're on a 16-game conference tournament win streak. They are ranked 6th nationally, and they come into tonight's game on a 13-game win streak overall, including two wins over BYU. I'm Greg Rubel, joined courtside by former Cougar Hoopster and Ironman Mark Durant. And uh, Mark Gonzaga is the king of this conference castle, and uh, knocking the Zags off their lofty perch is a tall task indeed. 
but so was beating number one and undefeated Gonzaga last year in Spokane. And so was beating 20th ranked St. Mary's last night on this floor. So who's to tell the Cougars what is and is not possible at this time of year? It seems anything is possible. And so far, BYU's WCC tournament run has been pretty special. Nothing is better than a Cinderella story, and uh, this is a chance for BYU to see if that shoe fits. And Man, they looked great yesterday. That's as good as we've seen BYU play in I don't know how long, Greg. And uh, It was fun to watch, the aggressiveness and the confidence and making big plays when it counted. And, you know, I, I and it just just the fact that it's St. Mary's, you, you'd, you'd struggled against them, and, and all of a sudden now you're you're dominating them. And, and now you've got a chance against Gonzaga, and obviously Gonzaga's great. Everybody knows it. Everybody knows what Gonzaga's all about, and it's going to be a real challenge. But what I like is that BYU, with the way they're playing right now, I think can give Gonzaga that challenge. I think the attitude, the toughness, uh, the aggressiveness is what you need to be able to compete with a really, really good team like Gonzaga. And, and who knows? I mean, uh, uh, I, I didn't have a lot of hope for last night. And look where we're at. And uh, BYU surprised me many times over the years. Would be nice to get yet one more surprise. All right, coming up next, the pregame thoughts of BYU's head coach, Dave Rose, as the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coach Show continues live from Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Oh, a nice stutter step right to the rim. Flood score again. Just here, Harden. That was pretty. For more with head coach Dave Rose, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. All right, the BYU and Gonzaga coming up top of the hour. Both teams playing to punch their tickets to the NCAA tournament. Zag's already a lock. BYU has to win to get in. The Cougars book passage to tonight's title tilt with an enthralling semifinal win over St. Mary's last night. The Cougars outshot the best shooting team in all of college basketball and got big nights from the big three, including a huge night from number 23 as Yoli went for 33 points. With the quick turnaround to tonight, I asked head coach Dave Rose a short time ago here in Vegas So, what was most important for BYU in the short prep time ahead of tonight's game against the Zags? Well, I mean, we spent, uh, you know, the morning watching film, and then this afternoon right before pregame, we, you know, kind of walked through all the principles and everything that uh, we just went through the scouting report with these guys a week ago. So mm-hmm. we're pretty familiar with their personnel and what they like to do. And these seven guys, I mean, these seven guys that he's playing right now are six of them are all league guys and with some kind of award and um, you know the, the 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 talent that they throw at you uh, is every bit as equal to the system that they run and how they run it. And um, they were really good last night. Uh, and they and you know they've been you know pretty efficient uh, in both games here. But um, so a, a lot of it is just focus on a different type of game. Last uh, the game we played against St. Mary's was pretty deliberate. We knew exactly where the ball was going. They were going to split off, but I was going to. This is a little more creative. They, they do a lot of things, and uh, our guys need to be ready for it. Well, coach, uh, every coach would love to have his team peaking at the right time, and you've played two really, really good offensive games in particular here in Las Vegas. Yeah, guys are really sharing the ball well, and uh, you know we're getting getting the ball at the rim. Um, and shooting a good percentage, and you know we're shooting okay from the line. Last night we shot great, but you know the, the, the Saturday we we shot okay from the line, and and those are you know all ways that uh, you know we need to score the ball. And um, you know these games with Gonzaga, they they uh, 
they tend to uh, go in, in runs and in spurts uh, one way or another, and and hopefully we can uh, we can stop them from in the initial spurt. They're really good at it at, at starting a game. You get a make, and they race it right down and score right on top of you, or uh, you know. And so uh, the first four, five, six minutes of the game will be really important for us. I thought that's what LMU did really well is that they they kind of stifled that initial push, and the whole first half was. You know, back and forth, pretty pretty close game. So, um, you know, the individual matchups are really important. You know, what we do with Tilly, he's ten for ten from three point line here in you know in, in uh, the tournament. So that's important to make that first shot that he shoots a contested shot and not an easy one. Look straight down the barrel. Hopefully, we can get him to miss the first one. So, we've got about five or six things that we're trying to really deal with here, especially in that first four minute period. So. Uh, I think our guys are locked in. They've been really locked in, uh, you know, ever since, um, you know, basically last Tuesday when we got them back in the gym to prepare for this. So uh, we're excited to be in the championship game, and and and, and hopefully we'll, uh, you know, we'll really play well here. Zags are really good, nationally ranked, but uh, they've been really good nationally ranked most times you play them, and you've beaten them that way. You've you, you've met the task before. Yeah, and and you know th- this this will be. Uh, you know, unique to us to, to you know we played them in, in the championship game here twice and uh, and you know hopefully the third time's a charm because it's uh, we battled them back and forth but you know it seemed like Pangos was always around somewhere <laughs> in those games and hopefully we can uh, you know we can control this group it's 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 difficult Perkins is a elite guard uh, can handle it and shoot it and really is a good good playmaker. Uh, and then you know Zach Norvell has turned into you know one of the, I think the elite players in our league with just a um, you know what eighteen nineteen league games under his belt and a couple tournament games so those two guards are tough Kispert comes in and, and gives him great uh, skill and, and desire and heart and he plays you know with real toughness so and then that front line is uh, is pretty good too so uh, and I know our guys are excited to play I know you know they. They're looking forward to, to kind of maybe playing better than we played last Saturday at our place uh, because we, we got them right in a place where we thought we could handle them. And then halftime, we go in at halftime, they come out, and we, we just were flat for eight or nine minutes offensively, and the game got away from us. But uh, I like the way we were able to come back on them, and I like the way that uh, we played them up at their place the first time. So hopefully we'll get a mixture of that and be able to come out with a win. You mentioned elite players, and uh, the last BYU player to score more points in a conference tournament game than Yoli last night was Jimmer when he went for 52 against New Mexico. <laughs> yeah, that was quite a performance last night by Yo. I mean, three for three from the three-point line and then the four for four from the free-throw line. But but everything else, he, he was just so quick to the ball and so confident in his moves. And uh, he'll have a big guy on him again like he did you know, last night, maybe a little bit quicker, but... I think Yo's capable of the same thing if he can, uh, if we're good at, at locating him and getting him the ball at the right time and he's got an angle and then he can just kind of, you know, power his way through and and hopefully he'll play really physical and get himself to the free throw line and get the game stopped, score some points for us, and so we can get reset and get going on again. Finally, coach, how is it to again be 40 minutes away from an NCAA tournament? Yeah, this is an exciting time. It, it uh, you, you know that you've had uh, such a uh, emotional season, you know, as far as everything that you've been through. But these guys deserve it. They they deserve to be here and they deserve to to play well. And, and hopefully we can get this and, and get ourselves where we want to be. All right. Best of luck against the Zags, Dave. We'll talk to you post game. All right. Thanks a lot, Greg.
That is Dave Rose and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show, the Cougar tip-off show, coming up next live from the WCC Tournament in Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. Shot and score! Dalton Nixon! Fly right to the rim, up and in! This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 25 years. And by your local Utah Honda dealers. Now, let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Courtside Seats and join Mark Durant, along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again from courtside inside the Orleans Arena here in Las Vegas where tonight it's BYU and Gonzaga. Number six Gonzaga for the WCC Tournament Championship. Zags playing for a sixth straight tourney title. BYU playing for its first conference crown since 2001. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you courtside. Our statistician is BYU's sixth all-time leading scorer, Russ Larson. Our studio host is Jason Shepard. Our control board operator is Carter Malloy. Good to have you with us here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network, BYU Radio, KSL News Radio, online at byuradio.org, byucougars.com, and ksl.com. The various apps like the BYU Radio app, the BYU Cougars app, the KSL app, or the TuneIn app. Hope you enjoy our broadcast this evening. Mark, the formula isn't all that complicated, but getting it to all come together at the right time is the trick, and particularly at tournament time. You want your best players to play not only well, but great if they have to be. And then you need your role players to shine even brighter than before. And to this point in Vegas, that's what's happened. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's uh, you need your top three. You know, you need that big three we talk about. All those three, three guys have to play well. Uh, that's a given. But to really beat really good teams, you need a big, complete team effort. I thought one of the biggest players last night was Dalton Nixon. I think he really made a difference and made some big, big plays. And you mentioned the other guys. That was a team win. Yeah, you got amazing performances from a couple of your best guys. But listen, at this level, with this type of competition, you need everybody to contribute, especially Gonzaga. Gonzaga's team basically has six guys in double figures. You need to have more than just your big three playing well. You need to have everyone play well. And uh, so far, they've been at, had a really nice tournament. Because just a couple weeks ago, that bench was a real question mark. But Dalton's emerged. McKay's playing great. They're, they're doing a really, really nice job. When we come back to Las Vegas, Zags assistant coach Brian Michelson will give us his comments as the Cougar Tip-Off show continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off show. Raise it up. No. The tip. No. The follow. Yes. Let's head back live to courtside. All right, for the third time since BYU joined the West Coast Conference, it's BYU and Gonzaga in the tournament title game. Zags 2-0 versus the Cougs in the championship game. Well, BYU's looked pretty good, very good in winning quarterfinal and semifinal games. The Zags have looked equally sharp, perhaps a bit more of a struggle uh, than expected against LMU. But uh, last night against USF, uh, no contest. 88-60 victory. A short time ago, I spoke with Zags assistant coach Brian Michelson for his read on his team's tourney run through two games. Uh, you know, the first night, I, I think we were a little bit slow starting, but that's uh, pretty typical. I think you saw that with all those games that first night. They were really close, and, and especially those higher seeds, I think, uh, you know, were a little slow to get started. And then, obviously, last night, we just shot the ball really well, which makes up for a lot of other issues. Killian Tilly's 10 for 10 from the arc is not a typo. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. We've had some special runs. Uh, obviously, Wilcher's one of the great shooters this conference has ever had, and uh, not even Kyle got on a run like that down here, you know. So the first two nights uh, he shot it really well, but really over the last month of the season, uh, his growth from the three-point line has been huge. He spent a lot of time on it really the last two years, and it's kind of slowly grown. And then in the last month, I think it's really hit its stride. Over the last nine years, this tournament was a one-two, one-seed, two-seed title game every time. BYU's the only three seed to get in in a decade. How impressed are you with what BYU's done to get to this spot? I had no idea. I know where to guess that. But uh, obviously what they've done the last two nights has been incredibly impressive. I mean, San Diego is a, is a very, very good team. They pushed us, you know, 10, 12 days ago. Obviously, they really pushed you guys two weeks ago. And, uh, you, you know, BYU blasted them when when, uh, when Hawes and Bryant didn't have the foul issues and then they managed that game really well down the stretch without those two so I was super impressed and then uh, that was a clinic last night I mean what they did to St. Mary's uh, both defensively but especially offensively to shoot 60% and score um, like they were able to was just incredibly impressive and you know I think it's um, kind of what we've expected out of this BYU group this year and that people have seen in stretches they put together here back to back nights. So maybe only teams in this league fully appreciate how hard it is to deal with the St. Mary's? I think so. Until you see them in in person, I think it is. Because, uh, you know, what you see on film, it, it's probably not... Uh, probably not as impressive as they are in person. I don't think people fully understand how efficient, how good Landale is. You know, Emmett Nahr obviously is one of the great assist guys in all of college basketball history, really, and his ability to make those ball screen reads is, is so good, and then you're putting guys out there in Ford, Hermanson, and, and Krebs, and even Fitzner that are 40-plus percent three-point shooters, so until you go up against it and, and kind of realize how unique it is, I don't think you can appreciate it. People do fully appreciate Gonzaga. People appreciate how hard it is to be in this spot year after year after year. I don't think so. I think people would maybe look at it as a knock on the league, which is really too bad because you have a perennial top 25 team in, in St. Mary's. You have a you know a team that's top 25 year in and year out in BYU and one of the winningest programs over the last decade, you know, under Coach Rose, the Cougars are. And, and so for us to be here 21 straight years, I mean, most of our team has not been alive since the last time that happened, and that's remarkable. You know, and you just brought up the one and two, I guess, being the only teams that, that had made it. I didn't realize that, but... You know, in 21 years, there has to be an upset or an injury or an off night or something has to happen. And for that not to happen for 21 consecutive years is is really crazy. And I think one of the more impressive stats out of out of kind of the the crazy amount of stats we've had over the last 21 years, I think that one's right there at the top. Agreed. Well, coach, good to speak with you again. Best of luck to you and your team in the postseason. Thanks. All right, that is Gonzaga assistant coach Brian Michelson. Coming up next, it's our You Be the Judge trivia feature as the Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off show. will drive it, give to Yoli. Yoli with the thumb and another and one opportunity. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel at courtside. All right, BYU and Gonzaga tipping top of the hour. Time now for our UB the Judge feature sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. Yoli Child scored 33 points in last night's BYU win over St. Mary's. How many BYU players have ever scored more in a conference tournament game? The answer coming up next as the Cougar Tip-Off show continues from Las Vegas on the new skin BYU Sports Network.
Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Touch pass, Selyus, three. Got it! Zach Selyus makes it a one-point game. Let's head back live to courtside. Early life, what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the For tonight's UB the Judge trivia feature, sponsored by Legally Mine, Yoli Child scored 33 points in last night's win over St. Mary's BYU win. How many BYU players have ever scored more in a single conference tournament game? Mark Durant, what do you think? Take a run out. I remember one guy doing it, the Jimmer, against New Mexico. And because I can only remember one guy, and it would be the coolest answer if there was only one other guy to do it, then I'm going to say... Only Jimmer has done it. So one guy did it twice. That is, Jimmer has a 52 and a 45. Tina Young had a 34 at UNLV. Nice. So nice. Then, you come down, then you come down to Yoli Childs, 33, tied with Michael Smith, a 33. So there you go. Just uh, three, three occurrences and two players ever have done it more than Yoli did, 33 last night. All right, starting lineups, opening tip-off coming your way next. This has been the Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.